Hey, this is TJ. And I'm your girl, Tree. And we played outside. everyone we're back with another episode of we played outside this is tj and i'm tree and uh, we are going to have a delightful and refreshing conversation about miss jada pinkett smith mm. <laughs> this is going to be invigorating lots of cussing no i'm just kidding a very refreshing um light Light, light, uh, uh, yes, light, light, feather, featherweight, airy, yes, because that's the energy that she's putting out right now. Very light. She's very awakened. (laughs) Yes. She's, she's, it's, it's like she's done a transformation. Yes. Yes, Mm -hmm. she has. So for those of you guys that haven't been on the World Wide Web over the past. in a coma. (laughs) month and a half or so you know Jada's been on a book tour she released a book um, about her life and a lot of the details that she's sharing in her interviews is I don't know I feel like it's slight uh, slight is probably not a good word but Mm -hmm. bashing bashing um, on I don't know is it even bashing She's taking a two-by-four verbally to her husband, her marriage, and beat the hell out of it, literally, with words. It's, I mean, it's just, it's it's amazing to me. And I know you have to sell a book. So when you write a book, you want to yeah. sell it. So yeah. you're going to do some, you're going to say some things. And I feel like COVID helped a lot of people sit down. <laughs> and because you couldn't be out and about. So COVID made people sit down and think a lot. So... Mm-hmm. I feel like this was probably a reflection time that she may have had at some point around or after COVID. COVID also reminded people they hated those that they lived with. There were some divorces that happened. I think this should have been one of them. Well, <laughs> so, so I mean, even people doing interviews, uh, like we've watched several interviews. We yes. haven't read her book. No, we worthy. Haven't I haven't read her book. Okay. Mm-hmm. But even the people in the interviews are shocked because I think the biggest thing that caught everybody off guard is she said that she's been, or her and Will are separated since 2017. 2016. 2016. Mm-hmm. They've been separated. So they said that they're not going to divorce, but they are separated. So they are. So they no- said that, though, remember from Oprah when yeah. they first got married, that they, they would, divorce was not an option, yes. period. And I, when I remember hearing that, and I, I was, was like, like, they lying. <laughs> Well, I heard that, and I was like, okay, so they're going to be committed to marriage. They're going to be committed to their vows. That's how I originally took it in. I was like, they lying. Because <laughs> how are you going to tell me? Literally, marriage is hard. Yeah. It takes work. Yeah. And you're telling me that that is not an option, and I get that. But sometimes when you wake up with somebody and you... Re- or or let's just... I'm not even going to talk about the warlocks of the world. I'm going to just say that you woke up and you realized that you and your husband were on very different journeys. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of the things that I've noticed in some of the interviews that she said is a lot of me and I. Yes. Because she is the island. Okay. Yes. She's the island. Yes. And it's clear. She's the island. Yes. And so let's think about the timing. So if they've been separated for that amount of time, 
the next big thing that came out was, so you guys weren't even together when Chris Rock took the slap from Will Smith talking about keep my wife's name out your pleasantly exciting mouth. <laughs> so now that I've had time to really look at some of her interviews and yeah. some of, I feel like I had to, in order to get ready for this, I had to do some cross-referencing with videos about Tupac because let's just be real. No matter what she says, he clearly resonated on a level with her that it doesn't really seem like another man has. I'm just saying that like that. I don't know what they had. I wasn't there. But she, that she will always. And I forever. will always love Tupac. I wasn't even with him. I ain't see him. He ain't write me no love notes. But I will always <laughs> love Tupac from the beginning of time. So I get it. But no, she's been an island and and a little uh, verbally abusive. And I don't even like Will Smith because he literally was not my friend since he fucked up our family when he got rid of dark skin Aunt Viv and brought in light skin Aunt Viv. Yeah, you know what? I I was still a Will fan. I, I, that was that was tough for me to swallow, but I was like that was a learning lesson because he and I say that because you make decisions when you're younger, young-minded, depending on who you have around you, if they're yes men or yes, that's true. You will make those decisions, good or bad. So I was disappointed when he did that, mm-hmm. but I was like, okay, he's going to realize the mistake he made over time. It took him a while. Yes, a long. Uh, well, while. it took longer long. than I thought it was going to take. <laughs> I was like, oh, now, now, now apologizing. Jada must really be beating that ass. And now you're starting to think about some things like, wait a minute, is this karma? Am yeah. I getting payback for something? So, so at least right now where we are, you were... You I were- was already not a fan. But since watching all this footage, I almost feel bad for him. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, you're, that's what this looks like when a man is beaten versus a woman. Yeah, because you got to remember, abuse is not just physical. but It's, it's not. Yeah. And mental abuse is way worse than yeah. physical abuse that shit lives with you yeah and it's sort of like i and i'm the per i'm my i'm the type of person that if i see something or i hear something something may not make sense to me at the time but i don't have a reference to see why right, it doesn't right, make right. sense so i'm like eh, that doesn't make sense okay whatever mm-hmm. or like his facial expression there are times when his smile just didn't seem genuine it could be long days. I don't know. We've had long days. We have. And then when we come together, it's still yeah, still different. But I hearing everything that Jada's saying now makes me reference or think about the things that I remembered back then. So mm. there was one example where there was a time when he was sort of saying, look, this is, I, I've done things for you. I built this house for you. She's like, you didn't build this house for me. You built it for you. And they both laughed it off like it was a joke, mm-hmm. but I could tell it was something it there. It no just joke. didn't seem like it was a joke. And this, I believe this was within that window. Yeah. So. It had to have been because her 40th birthday. Mm-hmm. So I watched a particular interview where this guy that had been filming her, he talked about the fact that Will planned Jada's 40th birthday party for three years. Damn leading up to the birthday party like he wanted to do a documentary of of her journey getting to 40 and so he paid for all these things like it was over one point something million that he spent 
getting this birthday party together. And at the end of the day, she was not happy. Matter of fact, she was disgusted with her 40th birthday party. With her husband planning a Right, because she said that he did all of that for him. Like, it was his glory, not hers. And I was like, if I could get somebody to plan for just 30 minutes something (laughs) nice for me, I would be like, okay, let's talk about some things. You spent three years? And I'm thinking this was all about you, not me. Well, who were they filming? So that's sad. That's unfortunate. That's delusional. (laughs) Let's call it what it is. It's kind of, and here's the thing that I'm thinking that my mind went back to. He's acting like at the Oscars, that was more of a, oh, she's not liking that joke. I'm about to do something that will win my honor back. You know what? I could see that. Couldn't you see that? Yeah. Like you right now, you looking at me like I'm some herb ass, you know, fuck boy right now. So <laughs> I'm gonna win back my my you know my king status. I'm your king, baby. You remember me? Oh, Shit, gosh. no. You just embarrassed the hell out of yourself and me. And now I'm going to literally play the master manipulator and write this book and tell everybody about how I ain't been happy since Tupac died. I know, right? Basically. That's, yes. Yeah, so I watched an interview. Uh, there is an interview uh, that I was, that I can't remember the, the, the gentleman's name, but he was, um, it was quite, it was a lot of details and apparently he knew Jada and Jada had a comfort level with him. Okay. So there was a very relaxed she did she did some ugly crying. Like Ooh. not just uh wipe your tears in the corner of your eyes so you don't mess up your eyeliner. It was mm. like you could see the wrinkles in the forehead cry. So she's a very good actress. But they said that <laughs> at her school of the arts in Baltimore. And she even said that in the interview. Mm. But um the the interviewer took her back or let her go back to when she was a kid. And this sort of caught me off guard too because she was talking about her relationship with men starting as a child. Okay. So she said both her parents chose drugs over her. Yes. So she saw other families and was wondering why her family was different because other families interacted with their kids and, and did, you know, you had the kids and their parents. She grew up in Baltimore. Where the <laughs> hell did she grow up? Because my ex-husband and them from the Baltimore area. Don't play with me. So what? She, so she said, at the age of seven, her father said, I am not, I, I can't be your father. Mm. So, and that's what, that's what sort of put the male, uh, I don't know. She said that she used that and struggled with men in her life from that point on. She has daddy issues. Like what? Like 90 some percent? <laughs> Other women have daddy issues. And don't give me that mess about drugs either because what, like 60%? Because hell, the 70s drugs was just like, oh, it's free love around this bitch. Snort some cocaine while we had it. Yeah. So no, it was a whole lot. I, I To me, that's bullshit. Because I know from my own personal experience that it does not mean you go on a campaign to obliterate somebody's yeah. No, no. Manhood. And you're absolutely right. No, that's not. But what I do feel mm-hmm. is that being a product of your environment can carry on way longer oh, yeah. than what people think. And I think that's yeah. a, a huge thing with mental health. And and we, <laughs> if you guys can't see Tree, but she's getting so excited right now. 
but I feel like that just that stayed with her. So when you have when you're raised a certain way, mm-hmm. you can make a decision. Yes. Of continuing to live that way, however yes. it is. Yes. Or like I need to do better. Let me find another way. Yes. And then you have some that like I don't know what I'm gonna do and just live the life. I feel like she was in that. I don't know. I'm just gonna live this life and see where it takes me. And then and didn't necessarily get help. Until way after the fact. So there's definite mental health. We talked about this in a different episode about healing your inner child. Yes. To me, that's what a lot of that issue is, is the fact that there's no healing on her inner child. Clearly, that the little girl in her was severely damaged. Yes. And I guess this is her awakening of now I am trying to heal that little girl by being honest with everybody, the universe. Yes. Meanwhile, you have kids and a husband. Your daughter is, well, I can't really say that because her daughter was on Red Table Talks too. So, no. So, I don't necessarily know. But I I just, mm, she needs to heal her inner child. And Will needs to go find that little boy that has been trying to get that little girl's oh attention gosh. all this time and yes. slap the whole shit <laughs> on the biggest stage in the industry. Well, not the biggest, but one of the largest straight stages in the industry that's televised. It's like you did what? That was the, to me. That was his inner child, little boy, walking up, slapped the whole shit out of. Except for he slapped it out of a grown man who decided to be the bigger role and not react because I know plenty of people that would have been like, we're going to take care of this later. So this is a whole thing. What is this? Is this an inner child? I think it is. Uh, and I, I know that sounds just as insane to some people, and but inner child issues or inner, inner child issues because of the fact of the way I, I can't tell you the number of people I've run into where it's like, Oh, you don't really have a good foundation. Your foundation is like Swiss cheese, and good Swiss cheese has holes everywhere. Oh my gosh. Mm hmm. Yeah. People, that's how people fill those holes with love, with friends, and it's never enough because that isn't what those holes were supposed to be filled with. You need to go find your pieces. <laughs> okay. okay. And it didn't gonna come from those people. And part of me with the interviews is like, not only did she have a bad childhood, but her clear first love, which your first love is somebody that is, you remember that clearly. And her first love was not only, it was Tupac. <laughs> I'd still be crying if Tupac was my first love. What? I feel like she talks about Tupac so much more than Will, but what I don't know if that's what's televised and that's what the media takes is the conversations with Tupac or the conversations about Could Tupac be, more you versus know. the conversations they about Will? The news. Yeah, they tailor it. So that I, I don't know that, but I do know on on this interview, I'll, I'll I'll pull up the guy's name because you guys can watch it too. But in this interview, she talks about her relationship with Tupac. She said it wasn't sexual because she said they did try to kiss and it was like ew. But um, you don't have to be in. You don't have to have sex with somebody to be in love with somebody. That is true. You don't. Like, so, and 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 truly obsessed with somebody, you don't have to have sex with them to be at that level. That is true. That is true. That's why I don't, I don't give her a whole lot of credit on, so what y'all kissing, it didn't work out. That doesn't mean you weren't in love with them. Somebody that intelligent and prolific 
she fell in love with his mind, which is way more powerful than the body. Yes, yes, that is, oh my gosh, yes. So hey, everyone, the guy's name is Jay Shetty. He has a podcast also. So apparently apparently they were friends, like I said earlier, and they and they just, um, they she just got really, really deep with that interview. So you guys can check that out too, so you can hear things um, and have your own opinions like we have ours. Mm-hmm. But, um, but you mentioned something. You said that her 40th birthday was her lowest point. Yeah, so in that interview, she said that during her, in 2011, her 40th birthday, she considered suicide. And that was in her, that was her words in the interview. So let me get this straight. Your husband planned a party for you for three years leading up to that birthday. Yes. And that birthday was your lowest point. Yes, after your husband spent the three years planning, uh, planning an extravagant event. I'm assuming yeah, if you do it, it for was, three years, yeah, yeah, it was. That's yeah. not a that's not a backyard tent. No, party. we didn't go to Denny's, not for one point <laughs> something. No, so that's why it was like, what? How does how do where do we get that? But also, there was another thing you said about her finding happiness being hard or something like that. She said it was authentically. Being authentically happy is excruciating. Let that sink in for a little bit. (laughs) Being authentically happy is excruciating. And she struggled with uh, thoughts of of, uh, suicide and everyone around her would be like, oh, look, look, you've made it. You're you're great. You're married to Will. You have all this money. Mm. But she said with that comes all these other issues that money doesn't solve. Mm. Again, <laughs> Swiss cheese, go find your pieces because money doesn't solve anything when it comes to your mental health. And that's the real issue here. And her mental health has been screwed up since childhood. Yes. And what we're going to do is we're going to wrap up this episode here because if you want to hear more, you got to go check out the next episode. That's right. So if you have any questions or thoughts or even your own opinion on this information, email us at weplayedoutside at gmail.com. This is part one of the Jada opinion. What do we, what do we want to call this? A Jada, why? Why? This is our channel conversation with Tupac. <laughs> no. <laughs> This is your girl TJ. And I'm Tree. And we played outside. Hey, this is TJ. And I'm your girl Tree. And, and we, we played, played outside. outside.